Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's like a council meeting in here, isn't it? <laughs> Where's Jeremy Corbyn? Is he under the, he's under the stage. No, I've got, I've got a t- lot of time for Jeremy Corbyn. He used to be my gardener. <laughs> you should see underneath that flannel shirt. Oh, my God. It's like someone's trod on a spam. Delicious. <laughs> Welcome to the Cop Pass Live. <laughs> Coming at you from the... London Podcast Festival, yeah, <laughs> live from King's Place, London, King's Cross, beautiful out there, okay, it ain't. <laughs> now you know the line up at the Cop Pass, how it works, I get my beautiful guests on, do a little interview, then at the end we'll make up a gorgeous little song about off the cuff, no planning, just off the cuff, it'll be gorgeous, it'll be beautiful. <laughs> I'm not talking to Milky. <laughs> no, not after this morning I said, we're going up London, what do you want to do for the day? He said, I want to go to the London dungeon. <laughs> Two minutes we was in there, I'm too scared. <laughs> we had to leave. £18 it was a ticket, gone. I couldn't get a refund, it was a nightmare. <laughs> That's coming out your allowance. <laughs> now I've had a horrible weekend, if I'm honest, because yesterday I went down the industrial park Okay, because there's a home base there. But there's also the little NHS doctor's surgery they've got there. I couldn't get in because there was a queue going around the block. You know why? Because of the anti-vaxxers. They'd set up a little thing there that was giving out leaflets. I was furious because there's been a couple of days of hot weather. And I tell you what, my little hanging baskets, they were gagging for a drink. A little bit of miracle grow. Do you know what I mean? So I went down there. I was beeping me on, I couldn't see what was happening. Then he comes over, the head of the anti-vaxxers, Gary, a plumber. He's got a neck like a tiger loaf. <laughs> I said, Gary, what's going on here? He said, wind down your window, Dan. I said, no. <laughs> then he started shoving a leaflet through. So I had to wind it down. He said, you haven't had the vaccine, have you? It would change your DNA. I said, Gary, have you seen that bait you're smoking? It's like a gum from Quasar. I said, if you smoke that in Italy, they think they changed the Pope. He said, I'm doing my bit. He said, besides, these have been tested on people. I said, so is the vaccine. He said, I've always been at the forefront of political activism. I said, you remember what happened the last time you did this? When you dressed up as Batman? You concreted your feet to the end of South End Pier for Fathers of Justice. He said, well, it made the papers. I said, it made the papers because you haven't got any children. (laughs) I said, you need a hobby, Gary. He said, well, I'm doing my bit. I said, Gary, do me a favour. I'll tell you what's unjust. I need to get into home pace. So move your big, white, Lonsdale trainer from in front of my wheel because I need to go in and get some miracle Grow. And I'll tell you what, yeah, 
I will be using my nectar card. Even if they do send the information to the Kremlin, I couldn't give a damn. I tell you what, I feel a little song coming on. Beautiful. Oh, that's it. Wembley. Dagenham Dock to the Isle of Dogs. Land's End to the Scots up top of the Duchess. And I've drank Chateau, Nerve de Pat, but I prefer my water from the tap. I'm the Duchess. I've seen it all and I've done it all. I am the Duchess. I've lost it all. I've found it all. Duchess. You want to smell what's cooking? You better press my button. Cause I'm the queen of the estuary. Canvas the church, and this is a hymn. I don't need no chaperone. Truck it to funky on a mobile phone. This is a man's world, I go it alone. D U C H E S S. Who am I? Gorgeous. Duchess, yeah, yeah. D U C H E S S. Who am I? Duchess. Duchess, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the people at home, I'm doing a power stance. I've got more kick than a Sabutio board. Never left a crowd without them wanting more. Duchess. Move your hips, do the Tilbury twist. Milky can't dance, he slipped a disc. Duchess. If you want to smell what's cooking, you better press my buttons. Cos I'm the queen of the estuary. Can't be the church, this is a hip. I don't need no chaperone. I'm trucking to funky on a mobile home. This is a man's world, I go it alone. Oh, come on, the... Who am I? Oh my God, the Duchess, yeah, yeah. D U C H E S S. Who am I? The Duchess. Oh my God, Duchess, yeah. I tell you what, beautiful. Like that clapping, that's nice. We'll enhance that. Put a little bit of delay on it. Oh my God. Should we welcome to our stage the good of the? Don't know what that word was, but I said the beautiful guests, the beautiful guests who are appearing on tonight's show. Let's find out who's got the funk. Number one, Kyle Smith. Bino's got the funk! Come on, gorgeous, sit yourself down. Beautiful. Next, the gorgeous, the wonderful, Camilla. Whitehill's got the funk. She's got the funk. She's got the funk. And last but not least, the gorgeous, Nicola. Cockton's got the funk. Yeah. Oh my 
God, you've got the farm. Oh my God, you've got the farm. My God, you've got the farm. Beautiful. Oh my God. Now normally, I give you a big old smooch, but you can't do that because I can't come too close. Try you know I me. Mean? Not because of COVID, because I've got bad breath. <laughs> I had a little Thai green curry. It's mostly lemongrass, but there's a little bit of garlic in there. Do you know what does it? It's the fish sauce. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, Camilla, my gorgeous babe, it's your first time on the podcast. Yeah, in fact, like maybe on any podcast that's not recorded in someone's bedroom. Oh, how do you feel about that? Not nervous? No, I'm okay. Although it is nice when there's like a bed. Do you have one? Or? Bring on the bed, yes. Milky. We've got a gorgeous little water bed. Oh, oh there's a little so cush cush. Nice. Thank you. For the people at home, Milky's handed over a little cushion. Because we look after our guests here. Now, of course, Nicola, Kyle, you've been on my show, Chatting Maturely, at Soho Theatre years ago. I mean, you two was famous then, but these days, oh my God, you like my cataracts. I see you everywhere. <laughs> Things have got juicy, haven't they? But it's also Same. important to like um, make sure that I'm representing the non-famous community, which is actually the majority of people in this world. If you think about it, yes, like that is, is Camilla. It's so brave. Thank you. I hate to break it to you. I don't know if your agent told you this. Have you seen what cop pass you're on? You're famous, babe. Do you know what I mean? There'll be people knocking down your door tomorrow morning, and you'll wonder where they're from. It's because Milky posted your address online, and we're sorry about that. But it's gorgeous. I think. Obviously, we've got loads of good stuff to talk about, but I'm going to start with you, Kyle, my gorgeous little babe. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm delightful. You're looking delicious. Thank you. So are you. It's lovely to see you. Okay, that's a little bit of flirting going on there. And I'll tell you what, I'm not adverse to it. What can I say? It's gorgeous. Now, you're in quite a popular big show. Are you not? Yeah. Well, okay, you're in three. But tell us about the main one, the one that you're the big star in. Uh, so there's a little show uh, called Ghosts on BBC and it's about some ghosts. It's about ghosts. And, oh yeah. Um, and they scare some people and they haunt some people and they live with some people and I am one of the people that they live with but I can't see or hear them. Oh, of course you can't see or hear them, can yeah. you? So, I mean, did you ever expect the show to be as popular and successful it is. No, I didn't really know. I'd, I'd known of the, the guys that write the show. Their work is very popular. And they did a show called Yonderland before this. And they did a film called Bill. And they've got loads of, a lot of fans. And their fans are like diehard, real proper fans. That everything they do, they love it. Um, so I had a feeling, but I didn't know to the extent that it would. Because uh they did horrible histories, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're multi-generational, I yeah. would say. If you'll excuse my dynamic language. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it must be weird. I mean, filming with actual... Are they actual ghosts in real life, or are they... Just one of them. <laughs> Just one of them. Just one, yeah. Ghosts. Which one? I can't say. <gasps> oh, my God, what a beautiful bit of tension. But maybe at the end we'll reveal it. Perhaps. Okay. <laughs> do you believe in ghosts? I, be I do believe in them, but I feel like you can either see them or you can't. You either have the gift or you don't. And I haven't seen any ghosts yet, so I probably don't have the gift. Or curse. 
Ooh, beautiful. Uh, let's pitch that because I like it. Camilla, have you seen a ghost? No, and I also don't agree because I feel like I'm the sort of person that a ghost would present themselves to. Are you um, quite spiritual? No, not at all, but I just think most ghosts are here to do evil and I'm a bit evil. So I feel like they would be like, hey, can you help me throw this child down a well or whatever it is that ghosts do when they're being ghosty? Do you know what I mean? Oh, so I yeah. think they're not here because they'd be like all up in me. You called me a ghost backstage. You said I look like a rich Victorian child ghost. <laughs> <laughs> you often do. <laughs> it is my aesthetic. What can I say? <laughs> well, it's a gorgeous aesthetic. My ad. Thank you very much. You know what, though? You do remind me a bit of, if you believe in ghosts and all that, there's a woman called Carol that works in the co-op. She's always got a big crystal in her bag. Do you know what I mean? And she's always telling me the power of a crystal. Do you believe in the power of a crystal? No, they're just rocks. <laughs> Amen. And finally, last but not least, what are your views on ghosts? Well, I'm Irish, so I believe in spooky things. I made Camilla do this thing last night of, don't look at me like that. It was really weird. It's real and it's mystical. It's where you can tell how many children you're going to have with a ring and a hair from your head. No, she made me pull out multiple hairs from my head. Because I was a bit drunk and, and it was, she was like, like hard dangling to... it on my hand like an old crone. And she was like... Bang. And then she just went, no children. <laughs> That's what, I'm fine with that. But I was like... The ring okay, doesn't lie, Diane. Oh, I bet it doesn't. I'll tell you what, if you did that on me, you'd find Frodo in the corner there. Gollum holding the ring. God knows what he'd be doing with it. <laughs> So what must it? What is it like being in a show as big as Bridgerton? Because it's bleeding massive now, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad. And I came from like doing like shows on the fringe, you know, where like five people would show up and you go yes, and then you're like, I wonder if anyone will watch this. And then, <laughs> well, didn't want to say. <laughs> we're looking we're out to the audience. <laughs> and there are thousands of people here. Thousands. <laughs> the queues it's are like the around the convention. block. <laughs> It's about 82 million people watched in the first month, which is Isn't that mad. weird to think that 82 million people know who you are? Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah, it can be sometimes. Do yeah. people just kind of... I always wonder what it's like to be in something like that. Do they... I mean, obviously, in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was always running away from someone with a handful of toenails. Put it that way. <laughs> that they've been harvested for a year. And they're like, Diane, here's my DNA. That kind of thing. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. that's not happened to you. More times than I can count. Really? No. But a woman, I, like people do, I, I'm lucky that I play quite like nice characters people want to be friends with, but it doesn't mean drunk people really want to put their face on your face. Oh, God. Like I just have, they're like, they just want to be here and I go, oh my God, COVID. And then I like, I'm polite, so I don't want to be like, please don't give me COVID. But like inside I'm like, no! That would be an A&E if they came near me like that, I'll tell you that for nothing. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah, a lot of face squishing. You're big in... What's happened in South America, aren't you like... The, the Brazilians, yeah. Yeah. What's um, going on they, there? they love Bridgerton so much. Even before... The, the, it's from books, so they love the books. And then they, they make videos of me. And they call they me... They call you Nini. They call me Nini. Nini. Oh. I don't know why, but I like it. It sounds nice. Nini. Nini, what are you doing? And they messaged you, didn't they? They messaged me saying, please look after our girl, Cami. And I was like... No, she's an adult. <laughs> Leave her to it, but yeah. You ever sneak off with any of the, you know, a little cheeky bonnet under the... No, they, I, I, like, everyone's like, what did you rob? I'm like, nothing, I'm so scared of him. I don't want to do you it. really? I would be, honestly, <laughs> my caravan, 
<laughs> did I have to airlift it off site? I, I did, I did. I stole some fake wisteria because there was so much of it. I was like, they won't. And I was just like weirdly on a shelf in my flat. But I did steal something, yes, actually. What was it? Fake, wisteria. fake wisteria. That ain't good enough. I, I don't think that even counts. So just yeah, like but the dresses, people form. are like, do you take them home? I'm like, where would I be wearing this? Just <laughs> do you it, think? Show to the pub in a Regency ball gown, like, and I'm here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Fair, actually. Okay, yeah, maybe I If will. I weren't here, I'd be doing the pub quiz in a Tudor outfit. <laughs> <laughs> that I stole off a show that I was in in 2004. I tell you what, you'll never see that on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put that behind me. But you get made up and everything for the dresses, don't you? It's like properly made for you. Everything's completely custom. It takes such a long time. They oh. made seven and a half thousand costumes last year. Yeah. That's insane. It's isn't insane. It? It's amazing. And like, yeah, just literally everything. They drape the fabric on you to see what goes. There's an embellishment room. I mean, it's a dream, no? It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's super cool. And the wi- and I have three wigs. And what did you think when you got that role? It was like. Well, I felt like it was like, you feel like a clerical error because you're like, why have I just been offered a Shonda Rhimes show? This is mad. I didn't feel like it was real. And, and I kept waiting for them to go, and, and it was a joke. Haha, <laughs> get out. And did you watch <laughs> like all of the, you know, all her shows when you were growing up, like Grey's Anatomy? Yeah, of course. I think she's like such a staple of television. Like she's the most powerful producer on TV and she's opened so many doors for so many people and it's such... Like a cool, inclusive company. It's a, it's a dream job. It's it's insane. Gorgeous. <laughs> Have you got her email address? <laughs> do you what? I don't think I do. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. But what about Julie Andrews? Have you met her? No, but she sent me a, an email for my birthday. Oh my god! I know god. it was one of the best things that ever happened. What did to me. it say? Um, I, this is going to be a huge spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen Bridgerton, but can I say it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. We'll, just beep, we'll just beep out the entire bit. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, I'm joking, um, we won't do She that. said, uh, from one Lady Whistledown to the other, and um, she, she said, isn't it grand the show has been so well received? I was like, it just blew my mind. I couldn't did she hand... Did she... Did she uh, was it an email? <laughs> oh, it was an email. <laughs> They're oh, generally right, okay. not hand... Well, they are sort of handwritten in a way, yes. This is Julie Andrews. I know. She would handwrite her emails. I know. That's all I'm saying. It got delivered by a bird through my window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. So there weren't a rap party or nothing when you were like... Well, see, she recorded from America. Lazy cow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Nothing changes. She's always been a... L- no, I'm joking. I don't know her for love nor money, so you can keep your lawyers away. <laughs> so how did you two meet then? Because you, you two work together, aren't you? You're a bit of a behind-the-scenes one, Camilla, aren't you? Not Big time. And you like it that way. Oh, yeah. But you met at acting school, didn't you, in Birmingham? Yeah, we well, did. Well, actually, no. we met at Oxford School of Drama. I you forgot don't even we, remember. I forgot where we met. This wasn't important to you, obviously. It's fine. Mm, sorry. We met at Oxford School of Drama 12 years ago. 13. 13 years ago. And then we were like, I think we're really smart and really funny. And we were like, yes. Yeah. Uh, everyone else was quite serious. Yeah. They were really into... Um, Theatre and plays, <laughs> 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 whatever that is, and uh, yeah, I just thought you were really funny and so small. Yeah, and just like, and then we we just realised backstage we're like the two Ronnies. Yeah, because she's six foot tall and I'm five foot tall. Yeah, there's a double. She act says there. five foot. I know, right? Four eleven. I'm not four eleven. You are. Stop saying that. It's lies. I'm gonna see you. <laughs> you are. So Camilla, you are a writer. That's your thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So didn't you write a little? 
play about the Cray Twins or something? Yeah, no, I did. No, my first play is about the Cray Twins. Um, because, like, I'm just a depressing, morbid person, and I was just... Yeah, we got that. Do you that. know what I mean? <laughs> I, I was just like, reading a book about them, and I was like, I know what I want to write my first play about. These guys. So where, what did you do it? It's like a... Like yeah, a it was like at the fringe, and oh, the it fringe. was, you know, around about, and uh, all that sort of thing, but that's how I got into writing. Um, and I never would ever write with anyone else usually, but Nicola has like over a million Instagram followers. <laughs> so I was like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll give it a go. So that's how it yeah. Didn't you do some bit of writing in lockdown, didn't you? I did some, yeah, a couple of bits. I mean, nothing's happened, so. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like scripts or were you like, like poetry? Um, I did some like soliloquies and stuff. I, d- I no, I wrote, I wrote a script. <laughs> There's us gunning for a, a soliloquy. I can't even say it, but I'd like to see you do it. I wrote, I wrote a script and I wrote. I did a thing that went out on Comedy Central. That was like it's called Comedians in Quarantine. It was about a football team who can't play football because of the, the the thing that was going on. What? So it actually got filmed and was on there. Yeah. So we all filmed it from home and then put it together like a group chat situation. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, sounds it. It was absolutely fine. But you also did, because I saw it, a little thing you did in lockdown with the Staffletters Flats. Oh, yeah. Lot, and that, that was, was absolutely bleeding gorgeous. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that just got a bigger audience, I think, probably, yeah. than yours. Because, yeah. you know, you weren't pushing it, clearly, <laughs> by the sounds of it. <laughs> I tweeted it once. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. But Staffletters Flats, that's a big show in it as well. Yeah. That's um, done quite well. And the third series is coming out at some point this year, I think. That's what I've heard. But have you not recorded it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've recorded it? Yeah, we filmed it, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I was going to think timeline-wise. So you know that lot, do you? I know, yeah, yeah. I know them, I know them from watching them firsthand because I watched their, all their videos. I, what, when they was coming up in Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used to... What happened was, I did a pilot in 2013 and it was real bad. And then... In it a, was around real bad. Oh, okay. And around 2015, when I wasn't working... I googled to see what everyone from that pilot was doing, and then I saw that like a group of them had made their own thing, and it was going around online. And there's a thing called People Time, and it had Al Roberts and Natasha Dimitri in it. And I watched that, and I was like, "Who are these guys? This is crazy." Because I ne- they, I didn't work with them in the pilot; they were just other people that were in it. But that was how I made myself feel better to see what other actors were doing. <laughs> and then I saw that they were doing better than me, which didn't make me feel better at all. <laughs> no. Um, Thank God Silla's dead, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, my Google page would be a horror show. I'll tell you that for nothing. So you looked them up and then they was... Yeah, what? and I and saw all the sketches and stuff that they were doing. And I also saw the staff, Staff That's Flats Black, that came out in like oh, 2013. Yeah. So funny. That was like so long ago. And I remember watching that and thinking like, this is incredible. And then fast forward like four, five years. And then I, it came... Uh, the audition came through and then I worked my ass off and then got it I mean it's such a good show Does it, have you lot seen it? because yeah. I feel like it's one of those shows that a lot of people say that you say oh if you watch the show and they're like they've never heard of it yeah I there, were, there was one person um, a friend of mine FaceTimed me and she was at a hen party and for some reason she FaceTimed me about something else and one of her friends recognised me and she was like oh is in that show um, I can't remember what it's called and her friend, another friend in the background went, Steph's packed lunch. 
So I'm adding that to my CV. And I think the second series was even... It just gets better and better, doesn't it, as it goes on, that series. I you think it's beat like Dairy Girls for a BAFTA, which is why I've brought you here tonight to kill you. Ah, <laughs> I knew it was coming. But Dairy Girls did get a BAFTA, didn't it? No. Did it not? You never got a BAFTA. Broadcast award. Got and everything. Every, literally we did, everything We else. did the year before. We did. We were up against that and... Yeah, you won everything. everything. Yeah. But then you got us back with the BAFTA. It's just an ongoing... We're like like feuding... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of a broadcast award, but I've heard of a BAFTA. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Are they going to have another series of that, though? Yes. We're filming this year. Finally. Gorgeous. So... Well, I don't suppose you can really tell us anything. Have you got any any gossip? Secondary. Is it? Oh... (laughs) In 2094. Uh, tw- this season's 1996. Oh. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't think I'm allowed to say anything about it, but it's, ha- it's finally happening. We got um, pushed back loads because of the pandemic and oh, yeah. kept waiting and waiting. And, but yeah, it actually it really is happening. Very exciting. So, so when you came, I mean, I know we spoke about this last time you won, but it's a gorgeous little topic, isn't it? Because you didn't know when you took that part you did know that your character would, be- would come out as a lesbian? Yeah, I did know, and I didn't realise none of the others knew that. Oh, gosh. So when we got the last episode, they were like, Claire's gay! I was like, yeah, I knew that the whole time. But I knew months before them. How funny. Yeah, I know. And what does it... Do you get a lot of people kind of getting in contact with you and talking to you about it? And yeah, it's so lovely. I oh, think people really connected to it. And Lisa, who writes the show, is just brilliant. She's a genius. And it's all based on her real friends. So they're all real-life girls. But the girl whose Claire is based on is not gay. And a lot of people at her work were like, are you secretly gay? <laughs> and she was like, no, I'm not. So that, yeah, it's not all real life, but yeah, they're all real people. Do you get people coming up to you expecting you to be very grumpy, like in Staff Letters Flats? S- sometimes. But I guess they probably know you but from ghosts more yeah. than anything, don't they? Yeah, or a, a YouTube video from 2004 or something like that. <laughs> Unlikely. To be honest, guys, that's, that's what most that's what most people talk about. Wait, what? What was the? I'm, is it like I'm not gonna? Dis- is it one of those ones that went viral for like a bad reason? Is that why people recognize? No, not for a bad reason. Like two girls. What is it? Up? What are you doing? It was just like <laughs> one Kyle, two you, cups. <laughs> were you that woman who put the cat in the bin? Is that yeah, you? Are you cabin yeah. lady? Are you cabin lady? Yeah, the old Netflix show. Uh, I knew it. it. Be honest. I did a song. I have. I did a song, and the song was out. In 2004. What was the song? What's it called? No chance. What's it called? Milky, hit the beat. Come on, Kyle, in your own time. There's (laughs) absent. This is going to be an instrumental version. You don't have to do it if you don't want to do it. There there was a song, and we did the song, and the song was quite popular. Why are you being so cagey about this song? Because I hate it. (laughs) But you do realise that everyone listening to this is going straight on the internet. If I had my phone on me now, I'd be happy. I, I did enough songs since then to, to, so that like, it covers it. So what better you have song to, should be? Yeah, no, no, much worse. But, like, <laughs> are you, you, are you musical deep. then? Do you do a bit of the old music? Yeah, yeah. Legit? Have you got albums yeah. out and stuff? No, no, no. Not anymore. I used to do music. And then um, what I do now is I do a show. I'm working on a show that incorporates music. So I still get to write and do what, so it's a musical show? Yeah, yeah. Should we do a little song together, Kyle? Diane Chorley, hmm. featuring Kyle. <laughs> we could give it a try. We could live a little spin, couldn't we? You yeah. two, come on, be the Dianettes. <laughs> a little backing singing dancers. I'll play the spoons. Did you ever think you'd be in 
like I mean it's huge Ghost it's like a BBC One megalith show it's mm. a dream job no? it is yeah yeah and it's with some of the funniest people in UK comedy and so oh yeah it's a, it's I mean it's a hot laugh. lineup, isn't it of yeah like, a Laura Luffs well actually there's that and then Staff Let's Flats is also the cream of British comedy yeah yeah, yeah. So I think you can lucky. safely class yourself as one of those creams of British comedy. Hello. I will now, now that you say it. Beautiful. If you were in Ghosts, the show, what would your backstory be? What ghost would you be? That's a nice little question, isn't it? Yeah. What would your ghost be? I would have to be a Victorian child. I used to really want to be an orphan when I was a kid, because like Oliver and Annie, I thought that looks like the biz. That's out there. You wanted to be an orphan. Yeah, but it was like very, it was very cool in like the 90s to watch orphan stuff. So I'd be like an orphan Sorry. girl. <laughs> what were you watching, What are you babe? talking about? I don't know. Oliver that famous... and Annie, the famous films. Was that the 90s? Yeah, famous Yeah, but I, I watched them in the 90s. Oh, you watched them in the 90s. Fair game. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Milky. Let's not talk about Milky being an orphan. No. It's the wrong time, bless him. Now, Ghost. Like a serial killer. You want one with an interesting past? Camilla, I'm getting very dark vibes from you. I cannot say, I bleed in love it. <laughs> yeah, do you like that we accidentally dressed as like a devil and an angel? Like I dressed all in white, she's all in black, and we didn't even plan it. You two are like a Marvel film, if I'm honest. <laughs> wouldn't, be, wouldn't put it past me if you got a special. We get that a lot. Do you? A little Marvel No, vibe. no, no, we don't. But you're putting it out there. You know what? You two need your own cop past. Funny you say what that. A funny no. idea. What a funny, funny That's idea. That's such a funny idea to say. So we started this joke at a drama school. is a lot about monologues, and monologues are very depressing by nature. And the Irish ones are often like, "Daddy's out in the field now, and the potatoes are rotting, and the baby's crying. She's got consumption." And that was like that a was joke. a good one. We used to do. Thank you. We used to do them at one another. Yeah, we used to do the. We used to call them improvologues. Yeah, and we would just like improvise mainly Irish monologues. We yeah. just thought it was really funny. And then you know, the struggles. I kept. Them. I kept getting asked if I wanted to do a podcast and I was like I don't know and then I messaged my lovely agent Emma and I was like what if we did one about weird Irish depressing plays and she was like okay and then she's like that's where the money is that, as we all know everyone who does podcasts is very very rich our podcast billions can't wait billionaires how rich are so, you out of interest from your podcast so far oh my god yeah. you don't even want to know <laughs> but no. put it this way not one tooth in this head is real <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I can't, even, sell I can't even walk in Tesco these days. Those little things either side of the door, they bend outwards. That's how toxic my teeth are. That's how non-real they are. So is, is it depressing? Though? It's not depressing. Is it a joke about it being it's depressing? A, it's a parody of... It's a we can't really say what because we really might get sued by so many people, yeah. to be honest. It's called Whistle Through the Shamrocks, which is a beautiful name that Camilla made up. That we pretend is an old Irish phrase, but it's not. We just made it up. Yeah. Have you ever seen P.S. I Love You? I'm going to take this out to the crowd. Or, like, uh, any film set in Ireland. Everything Should we have a show of hands? Has anyone seen it? P.S. I Love You with uh, Gerard Butler? Who yeah. else? Jennifer. Yeah. No, what's her name? Hilary Swank? Hilary Swank. Yeah. Have you noticed in films about Ireland, no one has a mobile phone, even though it's now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is that? And the way, like, we're all quite simple and... You don't know how to get it's like, anywhere. Oh, sure, well, the pub is the post uh, office. Geez. The post office is the hospital. Because <laughs> we're simple people. So it was very much like that vibe. Well, and that's then, quite a good vibe. You could have used that. I know. Put it in the bank. Write it down, Chris. Like, whack it in. We'll use it for the special if we get one. Mm-hmm. But Wait. it sounds a bit like you're just making... So you're not making something like that, It's like a, a satire of, uh, like, an Irish play or a film. We've got a very oh. exciting cast, including... Kyle Smith. Oh my goodness me! I'm glad to hear that my bit made it. 
Yeah. So that means you get you kept it. There's yeah, like a major. Yeah. It's yeah. major. Are you doing an Irish accent, Kyle? In it? I'm doing an accent. He does. So we literally said it's, it was a, like a rule of thumb that the accents could be terrible because no one who ever makes a film about Ireland who's not Irish okay. cares about that. Like They're Tom Cruise. Like, ah, you know, what is that film that Tom Cruise? Far away. Far and away. Yeah. Far and away was a big. Well, there was a film so. recently, weren't they, where they all got stick about their accents, wasn't it? Yeah, but we specifically did It was called Wild Mountain Time, but we specifically yeah. didn't watch it because we would think people would think we based it on that. Oh, okay. So we right, avoided it. Okay. But Kyle came in and was like, I'll try it. But did the best Irish accent I've ever heard. Yeah, it was weird. Can we I hear it? I don't, I don't believe that it, it was a It was genuinely so I would tell you. It was, it was almost disappointingly good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were like, he's been practicing. we got to hear it. You can't let us down. Um, we'll give you one of your lines yeah. from it. Um, the kiddies love the blood sausage. Christ alive. <laughs> That what is time's this going out, this cop bastard? <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. Um, <clears throat> the kiddies love the blood sausage. <laughs> oh my god. That is like genuinely good. Uh, that's very in the name of the father. There's a little bit of <laughs> yeah, Daniel Day Lewis in that. It's there. very dark. I've been in prison for 15 years for something I didn't do. Yay! You <laughs> know what I mean? Well, me and Daniel Day Lewis are like that. Yeah. But I'm never going to stay in his caravan again. To be honest, I stayed in his caravan for one week. And I'll tell you something, some things went on in there. <laughs> Don't want to see what the man does with a bonbon. <laughs> it went in strawberry. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting, that was. And that won't make the final cup bath. That's the problem. You get me in front of a live audience. It all goes to pot. It's a PG-13, this one. Okay, let's keep it that way. Stop leading me astray, Kyle. That's you, that is. Sorry. Did you... So where, when did this... When is this coming out, then? This podcast? Looking at Chris, I think November. Can we say that safely? We're also allowed to tell you two more people that are in it. <gasps> is this an exclusive? Yes, it is. Because, oh. no, we haven't announced any cast yet. You're literally the first people to know who are in it. Oh, my God. I know. You just hit it. So Funny you said Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> Because he's, he's not, not in, in it. it. No, he's not. We just like him. But who is in it are several people that I worked with that I just went, will you do this? Otherwise, I'll release sensitive information about you on the internet. I didn't say that. They just said yes. It's me. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm um, So we have Louisa Harland, who's in Dairy Girls. Oh, my God. I love her gorgeous. She plays a character called Mammy. That is her only name. She doesn't oh remember her, her awful name. She's just called no. Mammy. Yeah. And then Ben Miller, who played my dad in Bridgeton, plays a character. Should we say what his name is? No. Plays a mysterious Englishman. <laughs> That's an all-star cast. Yeah, very much so. So it's like a drama. No, no, absolutely it's not. Like it's like the most ridiculous thing, that thing you've ever heard in your life. Spent money on making. You two are selling it. Really <laughs> selling it. <laughs> Do you like dumb stuff? Then you like love dumb? this. Are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Well, I don't see why. Okay. Do you like dumb shit? And it's right up your street. This guy does. We got one new fan. We got one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all and we then do. we have, I won't tell you exactly who they are, but we have a star of a major American sitcom. Mm-hmm. I'm in it. You're in it. I am. Famous people. There are more famous people in it more as well. More famous people than you can. We were only telling you three today. To whet the appetite. Well, I mean, my appetite is soaking wet right now. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that for nothing, and it feels good. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So, Camilla, after this, have you got anything nice coming up? What are you working on at the minute? Um, loads of plays, which is where the money is. Again, I love to... I love to figure out how I can barely make a living and then well, I do that. You're a greedy woman. Play again. I am, I am. Um, yeah, so, uh, but the pandemic, I know no one likes to talk about it, uh, but it uh, hasn't been great for theatre. I mean, you probably know what. Oh, I've had a lovely time. <laughs> yeah. I've just been buying up all the empty theatres around the UK. <laughs> what are you going to do with them? Turn them all into little flicks. <laughs> Idea. The Flick is the club what I used to own, if you don't know that, which is unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn them into little flicks, and then I think Milky's going to do a one-man show in all of them. Aww. At the same time, a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a constant hologram of Milky, over and over again. That's going to make money. I think it'll make sure. a lot of money, sure. and it'll get him out of the house. <laughs> but, but, but he's a hologram, though. Where's Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Well, we'll change that up a bit. <laughs> well, you've all been gorgeous guests. I think we're coming to the end of the podcast. But quickly, just tell us a little bit about the future for each of you. We've had a little bit from Camilla. Let's have a little bit from you. So I'm still filming Bridgerton season two. Then I'll go straight on Stereo Girls. But then most importantly... Whistle Through the Shamrocks is coming out. Of course. That's the one we'll people are most excited about. Which we'll all tune into. I can't wait for the feedback on that, especially in Ireland. <laughs> yep. <laughs> when, when Camilla's chased out the country <laughs> with wooden right. spears. Yeah. Probably not the UK, though, to be fair. No, it'll be like the Daily Mail will love it. They'll be like, yeah. Okay. It's actually not racist against the I can't impress that enough. I don't want people to come away. It's a bit late uh, now, Camilla, I'm afraid. <laughs> It's been cast into the internet. <laughs> Kyle? Um, so I'm doing a show at Soho uh, where I get to relive my music career. And it's called uh, Spitter versus... No, it's not. Don't scrap that. <laughs> it's called String versus Spitter. What is it? Like a... It's about two rival children's entertainers. And... Um, well, this has come out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it? Like a... Uh, it's like it a musical comedy... Is it a one-man show? Two-man show. Oh, two-man show. Yeah. Who else is in it? Uh, a guy called Ed Smith. Um, and he... Ed MacArthur, sorry. He's got another... He's Love got two names. Are any of this real? Are you he's got, he's got two names. Multiple choice. <laughs> he, he gets to switch out when he feels like it. Um, his actual name is Ed Smith, but he has a stage name, which is Ed MacArthur. So it's easier to Google. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Because there's probably a few Ed Smiths. Um, so he yeah. plays like a posh piano tutor type um, children's entertainer and then I'm a grime MC who's also a children's entertainer and I come and start taking all of his jobs on the children's circuit and then um, this is epic and then we're, at, we're, we're <laughs> and in a this is all happening in Soho Theatre on yeah yeah 
So it's a two-hand. Yeah, yeah, on the 29th of November for two weeks. Oh, that sounds good. I like that. Come on, Pique me interest. It's confusing. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But it's pique me interest. Now, at the end of every show, we do a little improv song. Okay? So, Milky... And stop. That was your improv song. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm joking. Go on, Milky. Let's have a little click, everyone. Might as well make the use of our... It's been a cold night in King's Cross But actually, it's been quite warm <laughs> We've got a beautiful little audience who's joined us Watching our beautiful guest perform We got Kyle He's one of the biggest stars on the TV Right now He plays a grumpy man that rents out flats But also a cheeky man that can't see ghosts (laughs) We're just Three peas in a pod living in King's Cross. Oh, yeah. We're just three peas in a pod living in King's Cross. Oh, yeah. Now, Camilla, she's the dark witch of the village. (laughs) If she ain't plotting your death, and she'll soil the name of Ireland. Oh, yeah. But she's so gorgeous. Evil. But gorgeous. You know why? Because we're just three peas in a pod living in King's Cross. Oh, yeah. We're just three peas in a pod living in King's Cross. Obviously, we don't actually live here. <laughs> We're just visiting. Now, because I made that up, I said living because it sounded nice. But just to be clear, none of us live in <laughs> King's Cross. Okay? Just to be clear. <laughs> Gorgeous. Now, Nicola, she's a thief. Our little Nicola. You should see her flat at home. It's covered in wisteria. <laughs> She's the biggest name that you can find in South America. <laughs> what they call you? Because we're three peas in a pod Living in King's Cross We don't live here, we're visiting We're just three peas in a pod Living in King's Cross We're just visiting Let's hear you We're just three peas in a pod 
living in King's Cross. We're just visiting, we're just. Take a verse. <laughs> Go on, I dare you. <gasps> if you've got a podcast, well, this one's bigger. Even bigger than the thriller in Manila. On the stage with Nicola and Camilla, Diane Chorley, much bigger than Scylla. Oh my God, are you kidding? I think we just won the broadcast award. We're just three peas in a pod Living in King's Cross Oh yeah We're just three peas in a pod Living in King's Cross Camilla, you don't have to do it if you don't want to You can even just... By the look I'm getting, she's not going to do it You could just talk if you wanted uh, my record label says I can't sing in public outside of those parameters, as I'd love to. I'm so sorry. We're just three peas in a pod Living in King's Cross Oh yeah, we're just visiting Okay, Nicola, you can just talk for a little bit, for a second, and I'll make it work. Sure. I'd like to take this opportunity to apologise in advance to the people of Ireland. <laughs> We're just three peas in a pod Living in King's Cross Oh yeah Now this has been a live recording Of the Codpast Chatting with Chorley live I'd like to say thank you to my gorgeous guests Kyle Smith Viner I was going to do a little chorus there, but then I thought, no, <laughs> we haven't got the time. My other guest, the evil, but the gorgeous, Camilla Whitehill. And then last, but not least, Nicola Cuddle. Say a little thank you to Milky. Thank you to our gorgeous people at Hattrick. Thank you to the gorgeous people at the Compass, whatever this is. <laughs> we'll have one final chorus, and then we're all going to go home. We're just three peas in a pod, living in King's Cross. We don't live here. We're just three peas in a pod. Come on, you lot. King's Cross, beautiful. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.